always we're trying to avoid any unnecessary contact, but you know, with the music still playing a little bit, why don't you just turn towards somebody? Maybe if you were there with your husband or wife or a friend, why don't you just turn to them and pray a blessing on them? Why don't you just pray a blessing on them for this year? Lord bless your people Lord make your face to shine upon them gift to anybody than to pray the blessings of the Lord on them. Because every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Comes down from the Father of lights. And when you pray the blessings of the Lord on people you, you just pray in perfect gifts on people. God knows exactly what we need. And if we can learn to embrace living with what he gives, with what, if we, we can kind of get our wants out of the way and realize, hey, I can survive with what I need. The Bible says that we should be content with such things as we have, for he has said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. When did Jesus ever stop being enough? 
I tell you, if you got him, you got it all. Amen. Ain't nothing wrong with having things and being blessed in this life, but let me tell you, when you've got him, you found that, that treasure buried in the field, friend. You, you found that pearl of great price. You, you realize this will take care of all my needs. Praise God. I'm thankful for the Lord this morning. The Lord, as he used to say, the Lord bless you real good. The Lord just bless you real good. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning. I'm thankful. Appreciate our choir and our music this morning. Doing a tremendous job as always. We appreciate them. Our sound and media. Appreciate you guys so much. All of our ministries in the church. God bless you. Thank you for just always doing so well. In church, I love you. I appreciate you. appreciate our people. I appreciate all of our visitors that are here today. Thank you. Always love meeting people and seeing people in the house of the Lord. God's got some things in the works for us. And hey, guess what? I don't even know what all of it is. But I, I, I feel that God's moving in his church, not just this congregation, but, but in this congregation. I'm ready to see what God's going to do in Athens, Georgia. We, we Don't be fooled. This, the troubles of 2020 have not stopped the church. God's still moving us. God's still blessing. He's going to do some great things. Again, so great to see you all. Great to have Brother Daniel with us from Texas. Appreciate him being with us. We have enjoyed uh, just bringing in the new year with this. Fellas, just appreciate him so much. His family, they got a great church in West Texas and Odessa, man. I mean, a tremendous church. Having revival out there. People getting baptized, feel the Holy Ghost. God's moving. And, uh, man, I tell you, that's a, uh, that's a hot place in the summertime. But right now, it's hot with the Holy Ghost moving in it. And uh, we just pray the blessings on the, the Odessa church, on Life Church. God just send them they got a beautiful place. I'd love to see God give them so many people. They got to build another one. Just, I won't see that for every church anywhere. Just fill them up. Fill them up, God, with people hungry for the Lord. I want to see it happen. Well, Daniel, we love you. Glad you're here this morning. And, and uh, like I say, great to see you. Some of you all, I make that little corny joke. I haven't seen you since last year. Uh, anybody make that face when I say that? <laughs> Well, God's good all the time. I know that the first service of, of January, there's, especially for if you've been here for a few years, you know that every year we, we try to get a, a theme, not that just we try to come up with something, but we really try to pray and seek the Lord and see what God would give us as a, you know, a rallying point so to say, something that we can get around to focus us as we head into the coming year. And uh, I, I mentioned to someone the other day that uh, I felt like 2021 was going to be a redefining year for a lot of us in terms of our consecration to the Lord. I feel like that we as a whole maybe have lost the biblical definition of consecration and created our own level of consecration. 
And uh, I feel like that when we can jump back to what the scripture says and defines it as and, and we begin to really seek the Lord to draw closer to him. I want to draw close to him because the Bible says if I do, he'll draw close to me. And I want him close. I want him present. I want him right here with me. So uh, I do have uh, what I feel like the Lord gave me this year and I'll give you that in just a moment. But right now I want to read in Exodus chapter 33 if you have your Bibles. If you want to read along with me for just a moment, Exodus 33. We're going to read 18 through 23, Exodus 33, 18 through 23. Starts off with Moses speaking here, and he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. And he said, the Lord, I will make all my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee, and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. And he said, Thou cannot see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me, and thou shalt stand upon a rock. And it shall come to pass while my glory passeth by, that I will put thee in a cliff of the rock, will cover thee with my hand while I pass by. And I will take away my hand, and thou shalt see my back parts, but my face shall not be seen. And I'm going to preach on these two words for just a little bit. I don't feel like I'll be long today. I just want to plant the seed today. And this will be our focus, our theme for 2021. And it's very simple. All in. All in. You remember when you was all in for Jesus? Remember when you came to him, you said, that's it, this is my life, I'm all in. Let's pray together. Lord, we love you and thank you today. We know, God, that you're doing a work in this day, and Lord, we want to be a part of it. Lord, we want to go all in with you. Let our hearts receive the word. Let us be inspired by it today. Let the Spirit speak to his people. We ask it in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise today. Hallelujah. You turn around and, and ask two or three people around you, are you all in? And you can be seated this morning. Are you all in? The Bible says if any man be in Christ, well, you got to be all in. And we are complete in him. I got to be all in. There's the knowledge of him. I mentioned it earlier, just believing in him and trusting in him is two different things. And believing in him and being all in is two different things. God didn't call me just to believe on him, but he called us uh, to serve him, to be a part of a body. The Bible says we are workers together with him, that we should be careful to maintain good works that I should let my light so shine before men that they might see my good works and glorify my Father in heaven. One writer said, my heart is fixed. Oh God, my heart is fixed. Uh, I am thy servant, one man said, and then repeated himself, I am thy servant. Paul said, I am a prisoner of the Lord. 
You read over and over again in Hebrews chapter 11, you will read about people uh, as the writer began to say, time would fail me to tell you. And he begins to list a few names, but uh, of the people who wrought acts of faith and saw God move mightily. But friend, they didn't get in Hebrews chapter 11 by playing around with God. They got, they got into Hebrews chapter 11 by being all in. This was people that trusted God when nobody else did. These are people who served God when nobody else did. These are people that believed the miracles of God when nobody else did. These were people who were all in. These were people who left the old life behind and said, I'll get a new life. They were people like the Apostle Paul who said, I, if any man wanted to boast in the flesh, I could boast more. But the things that were gained to me, I have counted loss that I might win Christ. He was all in. He said, I'm forgetting the things that are behind. I, I realized what prestige, what power, what recognition it afforded me, but I would rather have Jesus. The old song said, I would rather have Jesus than silver or gold. Now we come back to Moses. When you read about Moses in the scripture in the New Testament, said that Moses chose to suffer with the children of God rather than be called the son of Pharaoh. He esteemed the reproaches of Christ a greater reward. He, he, he was all in. But when I, I, I was reading this the other day, I was praying and just uh, the, sometimes the Lord would just hit me with a drive-by. Wow, that right there. Okay, if that's what you say. There we go. But thinking on where we find Moses here, Show me your glory. I, I look back and realize that Moses had an incredible life. As a child, he was miraculously spared when Pharaoh was slaughtering all the infants of the Hebrews. I mean, they put him in a basket and put him in the water and just happened to be found by Pharaoh's daughter where he is then nursed by his own mother and they pay her to do that, by the way, and then he is raised until he is able to make his own decisions and he decides to go back to his people. But when uh, in Egypt, he has to flee Egypt because he has killed an Egyptian and he finds himself on the backside of a desert and one day he has a conversation with God in a fiery burning bush. And God speaks to him and tells him how he will become a deliverer for his people Israel and he will be going back to face Pharaoh and say, let my people go. And he goes to Egypt and he's uh, now in the midst of the miraculous and he's watching God do signs and wonders in 10 different uh, plagues that are, are on Egypt and how each time God spares Israel but he uh, takes it out on Egypt and eventually killing all the firstborn of Egypt which starts the exodus of God's people. They leave Egypt and they find themselves at the Red Sea and we, we realize there how God opened up the Red Sea, performed a great miracle and closed it up on Pharaoh and he didn't have to worry about Pharaoh anymore. We see them uh, get miracles of bitter waters made sweet, water coming out of the rock, quail and manna raining down from the sky, a pillar of fire by night, a cloud by day to guide them. They, they were wandering and going and, and all the time in search of a promise uh, and people just following, millions of people following Moses out of Egypt. Moses had a calling on his life. From the womb, he was protected. He was protected as an infant because he was going to be the deliverer for Israel. And so that's why 
He was protected, whether he realized it then or not. He has a miraculous testimony. He's seen the miraculous. He has participated in the miraculous. He's got people. A lot of times today, that's the measure that a lot of people go by is how many people you're running. Well, if if that's the case, Moses had people. But with everything that he had, I want to see your glory. I've seen the miraculous. I've experienced it. I've lived it. I am a living miracle. I've watched what you can do. I've seen your power. I've seen great signs and wonders. I've watched you feed us in a desert place. I've seen water come out of the rock. I've seen all these ways and wonders and things that you can do, but I want to see your glory. Moses was not content with just being uh, that leader through the wilderness. He wanted more of God. I know what my position is, but it's connected to you. I want to see your glory. I know I've got to turn around and tell these people where we're going, what we're going to do, but I want to see your glory. I don't want my position to make me forget that I've got a God, that I've got somebody I can seek after. I've watched what you can do, Lord, but I want to see your glory. I want to know who you are. I don't want to just know what you can do. I want to know who you are. Is there anybody in here that, hey, you've seen what God can do, but you want to see the Lord? Are you ready to see the glory of God in your midst? Honey, I'm talking about, I want to see the cloud come down in the house. Yeah. I want to see blinded eyes open. I want to see all these words. But I want to see God come down in our midst. Lord, show me your glory. I want to see the glory. In reading this, you get a little insight is that the name of the Lord is connected to his glory and his goodness is connected to his glory, but it's his face where the glory is seen. And when I was reading this, he, he, he tells Moses, he said, you cannot see my face for nobody can see my face and live. You just can't do it. It, it can't happen. He said, but I will as I go by. When my glory is passing by, I'll cover you, but then I'll remove my hand and you'll see me as I walk away. You'll see my back, but you will not see my face. You cannot see my face. You can't see my glory. It's just not for you. Now, it's not impossible to see the glory of God. He just wasn't going to let Moses see it. He never said that can never happen. He just said, you can't see it and live. And that's what the Lord quickened me to. He said, I told Moses, I appreciate your zeal. You want to see my glory, but I still need you. And you you just can't see my glory because if you see it, you can't live. It's not that I can't show people my glory, but if I do, they can't live. And what the Lord said to me was, but Moses was ready to go all in. Moses was ready to pay the price. What he's saying is that you can see my glory, but you're going to have to die. And I'm telling you, there's a people today that can see God's glory, but we're going to have to die. I'm not talking about die a natural death uh, of no more breathing, no more living on this earth. I'm talking about we're going to have to die 
to ourselves. We're going to have to die to our flesh. We're going to have to die out to our humanity, to our ways of thinking. And, and we're going to have, you can't see his glory. You're not going to experience his glory halfway there. You're going to have to go all in. You can be fed by the miraculous and not even be all in. Israel ate every day and they weren't even all in. They, 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 uh, Israel went through the Red Sea, experienced the miraculousness soon as they got thirsty. Why did you bring us out here to die? We should have stayed in Egypt. They was ready to go back. It, it took them, uh, you know, he, he let them wander 40 years. He said it took 40 years to get Egypt out of them. It, they couldn't, they always wanted to go back, go back, go back. It, even seeing what they were seeing, they weren't all in. And Moses realized it's more than miracle signs and wonders. It's about your glory. But if I can just see your glory, and the Lord told him, said, can't happen. You can't see it now because you, if you see my face, you will not live, you'll die. Then it ain't written. Joshua's not ready yet. And it's just not time. It's not time. But we can go all in and see his glory. The glory of God was connected to his name. The glory of God was connected to his face, what he would see. And what was not allowed from Moses was given to us to see. In John chapter 1 and verse 1, it says that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And then in verse 14, it says, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory. I'll tell you today, that God has prepared for this church, for this dispensation, that we could see his glory. I know he's not walking here in the flesh anymore. But Peter said it. He said, even though you don't see him right now, even though you can't see him before your face, you believe in him and you love him and you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of I'm telling you, but you don't get that unless you're ready to go all in. You don't get the glory of God uh, by halfway living it, by, by, by hanging around. You might eat of the miracles, but I, I don't want to be just a, a fish and loaf kind of church. I don't want to be somebody just following Jesus for the fish and the loaves, but I want to say you are the Christ, the son of the living God. I, I want to be like Peter when Jesus looked at him and Jesus was preaching and all these people walked away and he said, will you also go away? And Peter said, to where would we go? To who would we go? We're all in. We've bought into this. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. We're not going away. You've got the answers to eternal life. We're not going anywhere. We're all in. You don't drop your nets and leave your family unless you're all in. You don't walk away from your life in peril of your life unless you're all in. I want to be all in. I, I know that we're going to see signs. These signs shall follow them that believe. They'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. They'll cast out devils. They'll speak with new tongues. I know all that's happening and it's going to happen. But I don't want to have a life full of miracles and not know the Lord. I want to know him. I want to know him, as Paul said, in the power of his resurrection. I want to grow in grace and knowledge of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to, keep, I want to know more about him because one day I do want to see his face. But before I get there, I want to have known him so well here that I'll have no trouble recognizing him when I get there. I don't want to have to be saying, are you the Lord? Are you the Lord? Are... 
I want to be able to say, that's you. <laughs> Who he was was connected to what Moses would have seen in his face. And so in, if we'll put that uh, John 14 back up, it says that we beheld his glory. The glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. You know what he's saying? When they saw Jesus, they saw the glory of God. When, hey, when Simeon held that little baby, he said, Lord, let me now depart in peace, for mine eyes have seen your salvation, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. When they saw God manifest in the flesh, Paul said it, for God was manifest in the flesh. Oh, my friend, he, they saw when you, that's why Jesus could say, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Now listen, uh, that glory ain't going nowhere else. Isaiah 48 and 11, the Lord said, I will not give my glory to another. That's why the gospel of Jesus Christ is full of the glory of God. When we begin to preach the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, when we see people come to the Lord, friend, they experience the glory. But if we're not careful, we'll trade the glory for the miraculous. We'll trade the glory for good church. Hey, so I started taking inventory. We've got a good church. We've got people. We've seen miracles, but we want the glory. I want our church in 2021 to be all in. I want us to be more dedicated to his word. I want us to be more dedicated to his house. Oh, I don't have to come to church to be saved. Did you hear me say that? I love when people put them words in your mouth. Did you hear me say that? No, I just said, you ought to be, you know, we testify of our elders. Boy, they never missed a service. What kind of church do they have? Oh, they had church. Blinded eyes open, spirits cast out, people being filled with the Holy Ghost. Y'all have that? No, I don't have that. How come? Well, we go once a month. I remember when we used to say, man, I'm going to be there every time the doors open. I want to be all in. I want to be so all in that there's nothing else going to take the place of my time in his house. Well, I'm, well I, I'm getting a few. I'm getting a few. I want more than fish and loaves. I want him. If I got him, I'll have everything I need. I want to see his glory. Uh, I don't want to. I have seen the miraculous. I have experienced the miraculous, and I hope I still see it and keep experiencing it. But I want Him. I do not want to be satisfied with just a miracle. I want Him, because all the miracles in the world can't save you. Hey, all the miraculous fish and loaves you could eat can't save you, but He can. You know who's going to take you to heaven? Him. You know. How many names are they giving it we can be saved by? Just one. I want to know that name. I want to know the one attached to that name. That's his glory. Lord, don't hide me in no cleft of the rock. I want to see your glory. I want to be all in. I want to serve you. I want to have that fire shut up in my bones. Come on, somebody. I want to be ready to preach, ready to testify, ready to teach a Bible study. I want to be ready to pray for somebody. I want to be all in. You can want the miraculous and desire the miraculous and be whooped by the devil. 
It happened to them in the, in the book, in the book of Acts. They, we're going to go out here and pray some devils out of, out of some people. And, and so we adjure you. They don't even know who they're talking about. We, just, we, we, we cast you out by Jesus that Paul preaches. Well, I know Jesus because he was all in. Right. And, hey, and I know Paul because he was all in. Who are you? Oops. <laughs> yeah. And, hey, you can't just want the miraculous and think, well, that's going to happen. You've got to be all in. These signs shall follow them that believe, people that are all in. I want our church to be all in. I, I want programs. I want the best programs. We do so many great things. We've got these backpacks we've been giving out every year. We're working on that again, even bigger and better this year. We, we gave gifts this year. We helped families this year. We blessed people this year. Man, I love it. I love outreach. I love touching people's lives and things like that. But I, hey, listen, the Salvation Army is helping people. There's all kind of nonprofits helping people. We need to get people into the glory of God. We need to get people into his presence. That's where people's lives are changed. Hey, no doubt, you can help somebody make it another day by giving them a meal. Ain't no doubt about it. But you can help somebody sit down at the marriage supper if you'll tell them about the Lord. I want people to see his glory. And I want to see his glory. But we're never going to really experience his glory. We can talk about him. We can talk about his name. But we will never know him unless we are all in. I got to be all in. I got to be all in. I got to make sure I'm, 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 I'm serving him with everything that is within me. The Lord said this. In Luke 9, in verse 23, the Lord said, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself. Deny yourself. So you can't say, Lord, I'll follow you, but I'm going to. No. You're going to deny yourself, take up your cross. You know what the cross is? That's death. That's signifying I'm willing to die because the cross, it ain't an air freshener. It ain't a design for your T-shirt. It ain't a magnet for your refrigerator. If Jesus died on it, so will you and I. Hello? Uh, we, 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 we get crosses and put pillows on them. We get crosses and make them soft and put lace around them. But the cross had splinters and it was rough and they drove nails through his hands and stuck him to it. Let me tell you, and he died. The Lord died on the cross. How, and the servant is not greater than his master. Uh, hey, if he was ready to go all in, he said, if it's possible, let this cup pass. But if the only way it's going to pass is if I drink it, your will be done. And he went all in so he could save us. I got to go all in so I can see the glory of God in my life. I want to see it. I want to see the glory of God. And I want to see our church go all in. This, this time, the time frame in this world of this casual, loose living Christianity, it's got to stop. You start comparing yourself to the people in this book. Start lining yourself up with that. The Bible says examine ourselves. Well, this is what I've got to examine myself with. I told somebody one time, I said, oh, you, you want to be like David? Yeah, I want to be like David. I want to dance with all my might. You better get good at dodging javelins. You better get good at running toward giants. And you better be getting ready to come back from your mistakes. 
Because he wasn't all dancing with all your might. He wasn't all dancing and sitting on a throne. He was running through the wilderness and hiding in caves. I'll be like David. I want to dance like David dance. Okay. Well, you better learn how to uh, duck when that spear's coming. Mm, hello. And guess what? It came from somebody he loved and trusted. You better be ready. Oh, I want to be like him. Oh, I want, I want to be like Moses. Oh, all right then. Be like Moses. People always trying to take your job, take your position, cast you out, coming against you. Well, I want faith like mine. Come on. Just start lining ourselves up. How, how all in are we? How all in? Because look, if we're not all in, how can we lead somebody else to be all in? I don't want to be doing somebody else a disservice because I'm halfway living it. I don't want them to see me on fire on Sunday and acting like a fool on Monday. Come on. Oh, no. All in. Seven days a week. 365 days a year. Round the clock. Till he comes back, I want to be all in. I want to be picking up my cross daily and following him. I want to be serving the Lord. I want to be all in. I want to hear him say, well done. I want him to welcome me in. I surely do not want to hear him say, depart from me. I never knew you. You ever read that portion of scripture? Well, if it was about what we have seen, they'd made it in. But it wasn't about what they'd seen, and it wasn't even about some of the things they had done. Haven't we cast out spirits in your name? Haven't we done many minor miracles in your name? And he said, depart from me. I never knew you. You never would submit to going all in. You'd never submit to my glory. You would never give in. You just, you, 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 you was in fish and loaves kind of people. There's a lot of people today, boy, Jesus is a big marketing point for them. It's made them a lot of money, and it's made them rich. But Jesus said, all oh, the rich, how hardly shall they enter in. They love their things. He was a rich young ruler. He wanted everlasting life, but he couldn't give up his stuff. He just couldn't go all in. One thing you lack, just one thing, okay. One thing, I got this. Sell everything you got. Give it to the poor. Follow me. Couldn't go all in. And Jesus, amazed, looked at him. Wow, how hardly shall the rich enter in to the kingdom of heaven. And the disciples like, who can be saved? <laughs> wow, if the rich people, I think you can be saved, the ones that go all in, the ones that are ready to do this, the ones that say, hey, you know, like Paul, I die daily. I'm putting this flesh under subjection. I don't want to be, I don't want to preach and then be found a castaway. I want to get this, uh, I don't want to build again the things that I've destroyed. I, I want to go all in. Yeah. I want to be fully committed to the task. That's what it means when you're all in, to be fully committed to a task, to give or be prepared to give all of one's energy or resources towards something. When church uh, serving God becomes our priority, not just something we do. It's got to be bigger than our hobbies or our habits. Hello. Serving God has got to be bigger than your hobby or your habit. Matter of fact, it's got to be bigger than anything I could name right now, but I won't because it'll make some people mad. I could start naming things, and I, I couldn't name one thing that would be bigger than your walk with God, but, it would, but people would get uh, sour-faced over it. Well, pastor, you just 
trying to call me out. I ain't trying to call nobody out. I'm telling you, you read the scripture. You read what Jesus said. He said, there ain't nothing you can hold on to that's greater than me. You got to be willing to walk away from anything and serve me. Mm. All in. All in. Hey, uh, you know what? Let me tell you. Paul preached it. Peter preached it. John preached it. Uh, Stephen preached it. He was all in. They stoned, he preached so good. They stoned him to death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He preached. Paul and Silas preached so good. They, they whipped him and beat him and threw him in jail. All in. They whipped them one time and said, don't preach in that name anymore. They went right out and started preaching in that name. Didn't we tell you not to do that? Yeah, but shouldn't we obey God rather than men? We're all in. I can't help it. We're all in. I cannot deny the Lord. There's one place in Hebrews that said that while they were tortured, they would not accept deliverance that they might receive a better resurrection. They were all in. They said, we're all in. We got you tied up. We're fixing to pull you apart. Okay, I'm all in. We're going to set this stake on fire and burn you at the stake. That's all right. I'm all in. They knew what it meant to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord. You don't have no idea what you're doing. You take me out right here. I'm just going to the Lord, going where I want to go. Oh, it won't be pleasant. I don't, uh, yeah, that's that's an awful way to think, but hey, all in. All in gets you in. I, I want to be in. I want to be in the kingdom. I want to be in his will. All in gets you in his will. I want to be in. I want to go where the Lord wants me to go. I want to be all in. If we give him our life, we're going to see his glory. And that's what he was telling Moses. He said, it'll cost you your life to see my glory. That's what he was telling us here. It'll cost you your life. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life or die for my sake, the same shall save it. For what is a man advantaged if he gain the whole world but lose his soul? And himself be a castaway. But then he said in verses 28 through 32, listen to this. After he tells them it's going to cost you your life, eight days later, He's talking uh, with Peter and and James and John. They go up in the mountain to pray. And guess what happens? Here comes Moses and Elijah in a cloud. It said, they appeared in glory. Spake of his decease, which he should accomplish in Jerusalem. But Peter and they that were with him, they were heavy with sleep. And when they were awake, they saw his glory. Because they had forsaken all to follow him. Peter said, what shall we have? We've, we've left it all to follow you. What are we going to have? And, and you know what they did? They got to see his glory. They, they saw the glory of God. Man, let me tell you, ain't nothing like that. You think that, that could, anything could take the place of that to see the glory of God? Hey, let me tell you, I, I want to see all kind of miracles. I want to see all kind of, I'd, I'd love to see, uh, so there's some things in here, some people in here has got situations. I want to see the miraculous work in it and it happen. But more than that, I want to see the glory. I want God's glory. I want to be all in. Not just the crowd. I want to be all in. I want to be following him, serving him, being like him. I I mentioned it, the rich young ruler, not like him. The parable of the men with the talents. One had five, one had two, one had one. The one that had one talent, he's not all in. He bears his talent, expects it to be all right. Ten virgins, five wise, five foolish. Five foolish were not all in. They brought no oil for their lamps, and they didn't get in. Lot's wife, she was not all in. Flee, run to the mountains, don't look back. But there was something behind her, 
something there that caused her to turn around. And Jesus said, remember Lot's wife. Lot's wife was not all in. If she had just listened, she would have obeyed the, the commandment just like it was. But see, maybe, she, maybe it was because, you know, they, they left children when they fled. They took two girls with them, but they left, they left sons. And maybe it was the pool, it was because those sons, and she knew they were being destroyed. But you see, it doesn't matter what it is. It never gives you leniency to break the commandment. Here's how you're going to be saved. You're going to flee to the mountains. And she turned around and looked back, and she turned into a pillar of salt. King Saul, he was not all in because when he was commanded to destroy all the Amalekites, he saved the king alive and they kept the best of the spoil for themselves. And under the pretense that they would sacrifice it unto the Lord, but the prophet said, does God want sacrifice or obedience? Obedience is better than sacrifice. But there were some that were all in. Noah was all in. When God gave him directions for building an ark, he said, and Noah did all that God commanded him. And for the next 70, 75 years that Noah's working on the ark, there is no recorded word from God that God ever spoke to him to say, hey, good job, you're doing all right, keep it up, nothing. It doesn't say that he ever uh, had any other conversation with God until he, he said, hey, it's time to get in, the flood's coming. But Noah built the ark just like the Lord said because he was all in. Ruth was all in. When her mother said, depart, go back to your land, she said, Where you go, I'll go. Your people will be my people, and your God will be my God. And Ruth becomes the the grandmother of, uh, uh, you know, she gets in the lineage of Christ. She's grandmother of David or great-grandmother of David. And then, hey, what about Rahab? Rahab, she was a harlot. We know that. But uh, when the spies came in, she said, you know what, I've heard about this God, and I'm going to put my life on the line. These people in this city would kill her. She's like, I'm going to, on the peril of my life, I will hide these men and work out a bargain to, to the saving of my soul. And Rahab ends up in the lineage of Christ because she was all in. In Hebrews 11 and 13, it says, uh, these, when it's talking about Noah and Abraham and Sarah, it says, these all died in faith. Their faith is what they, they were all in. They said it didn't matter. We're not giving up our faith. We're going to be all in. We're going to see the miracles of God because we're all in, not because we just believe, but because we're all in. I can't be all in and not want all of him. The Bible says I've got to love the Lord my God with all my heart, all my strength, all my mind, all my everything. I've got with all of it. I've got to love him with all. I've got to be all in. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Which one, Lord? All. He didn't say just, well, I'm just, I'm, I'm just keep moving. And I'm about to be done. Revelation 12 and 11. You can stand with me. John sees this group of people And they're described like this. And they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. But look what else it said. And they loved not their lives unto the death. It didn't matter what else was going on in the world they lived in. 
the pressures that they had to turn around, not serve God or, or to submit and worship other idols or whatever else, whatever tribulation they may have had that came out of great tribulation, whatever it was that they faced. The Bible says no man ever yet hated his own flesh. It's hard sometimes, but we can mortify the flesh through the Spirit and we can overcome that and be led by the Spirit. It said they love not their lives unto the death. They give up everything that was connected with them for him. And that's why they were overcomers. They experienced that blood of the lamb. Well, we've had a lot of people come and repent, baptized in his name, even filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues, and turn around and walk right back out the door because they think that's all that it is. That's it. And that's a tremendous thing to have, but I want his glory. I want to see his glory. I, I, I want to know him more than I know him now. I, I know so much about him, but I want to know him. I want to know him. I want to know the Savior that I serve. And, and I want to uh, be willing to sacrifice my life like he did for me. I want to sacrifice for him. I want to go all in on my preaching. I want to go all in on reaching for people. I want to go all in and living for God. Not just attending church. I, I want to go all in on, in my attendance. I want to make sure I'm here every time I can be, but I want to go all in for living for God, being obedient to His Word, living a consecrated life. The Scripture says we're charged to be holy because He's holy. And as I said earlier, if you give him your life, you will see his glory. Because that's what the Lord said it would cost. You want my glory? Moses couldn't see it. I needed him. I couldn't have him die. But when I came here, it was a different dispensation. And I came to show you my glory. And you can have that glory if you're willing to take up the cross and follow me. Daily. Every day. Not twice a year, not on special services, not at revival, not at camp meeting, but every day. Follow me, serve me, seek my face. We got 40 days of fasting coming up. Let's go all in. Let's follow it. Let's stick to it. Let's see what God will do for this church, for our, for our families. for these. Let's, let's see how God will show his glory in our midst. Praise God. Anybody else want to see his glory? Praise God. Anybody, listen, listen. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I want more of God. You're not, you're not, it's, that's not admitting, hey, yeah, I've just been a slacker. And, but if you have been, there's still nothing wrong with saying, you know what? It's time to tighten up. It's time for me to do what's right. It's time for me to seek the face of the Lord. It's time for me to get closer to him, to be all in, to seek his face, to, to see his glory. Aren't you tired of just reading about things and reminiscing about times gone by? Aren't you ready to see something in this day and hour? Aren't you ready to walk into this sanctuary and just feel the glory of God? Aren't you ready for more? Aren't you ready to be... Uh, don't you want to be like this, this book? 
what an example is? It's something that you follow. And the Bible says these things were written for our example. I want to see his glory. I want to see his glory. You might have to do some things that look ridiculous to a lot of people. You might give up some things and people be like, what's wrong with you? I'm just chasing the glory. I'm trying to see God's glory. I want to get closer to God. And, and hey, I don't need that. I don't need that. I'm laying it aside because the things that were gained to me, I'm counting it loss. So I can win Christ. I want to see his glory. I wonder if there's anybody that feels like 2021, Pastor, I'm going all in. I'm going to go all in. I'm just going to, I'm going to taste and see that the Lord is good. I'm going all in. I'm going to try him and see if he won't pour me out a blessing that I can't contain it. I'm, I'm, I'm going all in. If you feel like that today, come find a place in this altar. Maybe stand with your hands lifted. Make a commitment to him today. I'm going all in. Hallelujah. I'm going all in, Jesus. I can't afford to live halfway. I can't afford to play games, Jesus. I'm ready to go all in. Show us your glory.
Thank you, Jesus. Won't you get the hand of somebody beside you? Find somebody you can pray with. If you're in the altars and you can, pray with the one beside you for a moment. And if you're ready to go all in, if you think that's, that's the life I want, I'm going all in, then whoever you're joined up with right now, I want you to tell them I'm all in. Now I want you to pray for one another because when you make a statement of all in, you can believe the enemy is going to try to knock you out. But we're all in. We're going to grow. We're going to be better. Our ministries are going to thrive. Our families are going to be saved. We're going to see the glory of God because we're going all in. Come on, begin to pray for one another right now. Pray strength, pray a blessing, pray pray determination on them. Pray that commitment. Lord, I'm here for the long haul. I'm not going anywhere. I'm sticking with you. I'm all in. Hallelujah. No matter what comes our way, we're all in. We're giving our life up for you, Jesus. We're picking up our cross. We're going to be following you daily. We're going to love you. We're going to love our neighbor. We're going to see your glory. We're going to see your glory. Seeking the Lord, going all in. Hallelujah. More of you, Jesus. More of you, Jesus. 
you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I want more of you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. As you just continue to worship the Lord for a moment. Come on, the Holy Ghost is moving in this house today. Let me tell you. Hallelujah. All, we give it all to you, Jesus. All to Jesus, I surrender. All to Jesus, I surrender. Praise His name. Praise His name. Praise His name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Sing a, sing a line of that. All to Jesus, I surrender. Before we leave today, let's let this be our prayer. Come on, sing it to the Lord if you know it. It's easy. Nothing I want to hold on to, Lord. I just want you. If it's just you and me, Lord, 
walking through the wilderness, reaching souls, then, hey, I give it all to you. I want to, I want to see his glory. 2021, that's it, folks. We're going to be all in at everything we do. If you've got a ministry, you need to go all in. If you've got a, a position in this church, go all in. If you've got a desire to see things happen, then go all in. A lot of people say, well, I'd love to see that happen. Well, what are you doing to make it happen? Go all in. Because you don't get nothing by folding your hands and nodding off. The Bible says we put our hand to the plow and we're not looking back. All in. I'm going to plow. I'm going to keep plowing. I'm going to keep going. Amen. Anybody else going all in this year? Give him a hand clap and a shout. God's good. God's good. God's good. It's going to be a great week. Starting the fast. Don't forget there's some copies up here of the fast. If you're on our on social media, you can find it there as well. Uh, Sunday school. Anybody involved with Sunday school, please go to the kids' sanctuary for a brief meeting. Everybody else, God bless you. You can be dismissed in Jesus' name.